Film Junkie Live. How's everybody doing, huh? All right, fellow robots out there, huh? Please my face. Yeah, just totally tapping into Grandma's glow right there. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your July 19th. How's everybody doing out there, huh? <laughs> Looks like we got a lot to talk about. More to talk about, I should say. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to the channel. Make sure you have that notification bell on. So I could summon you fellow bots out there to uh, partake in uh, the madness that is Film Junkie Live. How's everybody doing, huh? We good? Oh, I always have that up. All right, who's out there, huh? How we doing? Beep bop boop. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. Yeah, that's right. Does not compute. Yes. Beep bop boop. A lot of robotic sounds happening out there. Another article full of BS. Ray made a mistake directly tagging the author. We'll talk about that. Don't worry. We'll talk about that. Well, what's going on, Mr. Strong Arm Flicks? Good to see you. You want the article labeled Snyder and Randian? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you knew that was going to be the case. They always try to connect them with that because they hate that, of course. Yep. What's going on, Selena? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Let's see. Selena's there. We got Jose here. We got Stephanie T here. Don't. What is happening? Why is that flipping? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we got a point there. Got a point there. We got Mr. Eric right here. Good to see you, buddy. Let's see who else. We got a lot to do. Hello there. Geek Studios is here. Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Has joined. 326-3827. What is happening? Alright, we got Jesse. Right, Anthony's here. We got Hellenic Boy. What's going on, Mr. Patterson? Alright. We got Rhea here too. You know, do what she says. Uh hit that like thumbs up. Oh shit. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that right there. I was trying to click the other thing. Alright, who else? We got Fear Jason. Fear Jason's here. Always good to see you, buddy. Alright, the sky is falling. The Katina says, hello, darling. Yes, don't forget to check out her channel, too. She has a channel doing uh, all kinds of stuff over there, video game stuff especially. But uh, Alright, Rosemary, hi. How's it going? Good to see ya. This is dumb, and as usual, almost everybody on the internet hates us. Yeah. It's just weird. No, I don't think I don't think that's the case. Though. I don't think almost everybody on the internet hates us. No, I don't think that's that's what's going on right there. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. Okay. All right. We got. Uh, let's see. God damn. There's a lot of people like just chatting it up right now. It's good. It's good. So trying to get to everybody. Robots are smarter than humans. This is true. I mean, if you think about it. Thank you. You know, it's still uh, still here. Still here. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, you know, it is still there. So I got Oh, you got a digital copy. Hopefully everybody here got a digital copy. I got actually two digital copies. I did Amazon Prime and uh, Google Play. So I did two of them because I think I messed up on the Amazon Prime. That's why I removed the link that I posted because it was like the wrong link. It wasn't English. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, and I ended up buying that, but I'm like, eh, whatever. Supporting the cause, that's what it's out. Beep, boop, there you go, there you go, and what she said right there. Nicholas just bought it yeah, on Amazon Prime, turns out, yes, the language is released as Dutch. Yeah, I know, 
It's really, really dumb. It's really dumb. Like I got fooled by it too. And then somebody mentioned that and I went, crap. So I have a Dutch version, which would be interesting to watch of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I went, you know what? I'm just going to go to Google Play because that's where I have, you know, I have others, other little uh, things that I purchased there, you know, like Batman vs. Superman uh, Ultimate Edition. I have that right there. So I thought, why not just fit it right there? So hopefully you guys bought your, uh, yeah, Dutch moment, right? Jeez. Talk about a Dutch oven. (laughs) Anyways, okay. Let's not get there. But um, I got, yeah, I know. I know, but see, that's the thing is like there was like the, the main link was that. So I'm sure some of you got the Amazon Prime, but hey, whatever. It's fine. And yes, WBD, WB loving the money, but remember, it's WBD now. Okay. And we'll be talking about the, uh, well, I'm not going to really talk about, you know, because obviously yesterday I talked about the article when it dropped. And went over some of the things. Obviously, I'm not going to subscribe to Rolling Stone to get the the full thing. But, you know, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about a Forbes article when it comes to when it comes to this. And they're pushing back against it, which is great. It's always nice when you have, you know, a website like Forbes to kind of go like, well, wait a minute. That's a little strange, you know, about this whole bot argument, this whole Snyder bot thing, because, you know, I mean, it's not Westworld over here, is it? Or maybe it is. Holy shit. I don't know. I'm still like, I just got done with season two of Westworld, which is kind of funny. So I'm going to probably jump on season three pretty soon. Hopefully we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Ray Fisher's response. We're going to talk about Henry Cavill also because a lot of things came about when it came to this this article. A lot more things, you know, as as today progress. And then we'll talk a little bit about Netflix. <laughs> you know, one topic that doesn't involve the other topics. So one of these things is not like the other. But hopefully you had a good day. My day was like pretty crazy and whatnot. So anyways, so hey, Mr. Venom's here. Good to see you, buddy. All right. All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to these tweets. And let's get to the tweets. Get to the tweet. All right. Ah, let's see. All right. Yeah, like I said, one of the first things I tweeted was don't quote tweet their tweet. Do not screenshot it if need be and buy Zack Snyder's Justice League tomorrow. That's the way, you know, that's what you're doing. And then uh, if you're going to actually uh, retweet a tweet, you know, tweet out the Washington Post that said opinion. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is nice, is a nice fantasy. We need Zack Snyder's superhero stories more. Washington Post right there. This is back in uh, March. This is after Obviously, it came out. So, uh, yeah, we got their uh, their little piece right there, which was uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Michael Mann made a, a whole movie about hackers, and it probably never even occurred to him to hire a bot army to get the director's cut of that picture a proper 4K release. Right? Right? And we're laughing. We're laughing. That's what we're doing. That's what was happening last night. That's what was happening today. I mean, yes. I mean, obviously, it's like as much as you want to give the advice that it's like don't give, you know, too much attention to it. But I mean, it's hard not to when everybody's talking about it. But at least, you know, try not to actually tweet out their tweet or their link or whatever the fuck. But hey, just just realize that the man himself is probably laughing just like this, you know, just like this. And you got to love it. We're laughing. We're laughing. We're laughing. 
This was obviously at SnyderCon. SnyderCon, which was goddamn three years ago. Crazy. Over three years ago. And uh, there's a guy laughing right there. So good. Good. That's what it's about, you know. And then we got David F. Sandberg that is waiting uh, for Saturday because he knows he's got that trailer dropping. So, of course, he dropped this image right here of a little minifigure Shazam looking at the, uh, the Comic-Con logo right there. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about that, too. Hey, James Gunn fans. <laughs> I know there's some out there, right? But apparently when it comes to, uh, I mean, we're, we're all wondering what else James Gunn is working on when it comes to DC, IP, product, whatever the hell. Obviously, he's working on Peacemaker Season 2. He has been vocal about that. And uh, so then when it comes to uh, what else is he working on, we assume there's going to be something with Harley Quinn. But he did indicate that there was going to be something with Amanda Waller, which I am down to see more Amanda Waller. I mean, Viola Davis, why not? I want to see more of that. And apparently, according to um, somebody, I don't know, there's two insiders. I don't know how legit they are. Sometimes I'm just like, all right, well, let's just see if the rumors are true. One of the new spinoffs that James Gunn is developing is about Checkmate, the secret mission organization created by Amanda Waller as an independent arm of the Suicide Squad. So, yes, a little offshoot, a little spinoff. From the Suicide Squad, Checkmate. I think some people even talked about that, that that be a possibility of James Gunn and what he's working on when it came to that. So, hey, I mean, look at this. I mean, Peacemaker. I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's Checkmate. It's a cool little name, cool logo. And I could see James Gunn just, he's just spinning off the Suicide Squad as much as possible. So, you got all that right there. So, pretty good stuff. And then Zack Snyder, look at this. I want this poster on my wall. Anybody else? Hey, thank you, Nicholas, for uh, Fernelli. Uh, rather give you uh, the money, Dave. Dutch, <laughs> unbelievable. I know, right? I know. A lot of people got fooled by it. I even posted the link, and I went, shit. So I try to remove it from um, the different pl places that I posted it. So, uh, you know, like I said, hey, it's still, no matter what, even if you bought the Dutch version, still going to the numbers, okay? We're still got to boost those numbers. And if you bought it twice, hey, you bought it twice. I bought it twice because then I went, fuck it, I'm going to Google, and I'm just going to be like, all right, now it's in my Google library, and uh, it's always going to be there, you know, but it's also going to always be physically right over there. So, but yes, Zach uh, posted this right here because he knows. He knows all this, uh, you know, what's happening. And I would love this version of the poster because I do have this framed version of the poster right over there. But I don't have it where, where it says, if I advance, follow me. If I retreat, kill me. If I die, avenge me. That's right. He's posted that before. And uh, there's some history behind that. And some people were trying to use that against him today, which was very funny. Fucking morons. That's all I got to say. And I'll, I'll let you know, like, where that was actually happening. Um, Saad, Saad Finari right here posted some pretty cool, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League poster, of course, showing, you know, the, that, that shirt that we all have. I, I almost wore it today. Maybe I'll wear it tomorrow, but yeah, he shot, uh, two versions right here. Very beautiful posters. Love it. And then of course, yeah, we'll talk about that. Ray Fisher. Yes. I clipped out. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good shot of me right there. You know? I took my shoe off, and I said, we're stepping in the bullshit right there when it came to that fucking poster, you know? And, hey, you know, a Zack Snyder's uh, Magneto in 2026, I think we'd all be down for that. I would definitely, definitely be down for that. 
Ethan Hawke says Marvel is very actor-friendly. That group of people at Marvel is extremely actor-friendly. They might not be director-friendly. <laughs> Shit. And that would be what Scorsese and Coppola are talking about. But they love actors. So naturally, when it comes to this stuff, I don't know why people still ask about the whole Scorsese thing. It's ridiculous. I hate it. I hate the fact that they keep on asking these actors about, did you hear what Martin Scorsese said about the Marvel movies? What's your opinion? Yeah, you got to put these actors on the spot or even other directors. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. I hate it. But apparently, yeah, they put uh, they put a. Uh, Ethan Hawke on the spot. Obviously, he was in Moon Knight, and uh, I just like how he said, you know, hey, they're, you know, extremely friendly to the actors. Might not be director friendly, but hey, you know, it's all, you know, I'm like, all right, well, that's a good way to, I guess, talk about um, that whole thing. I'm like, they're not director friendly. Shouldn't they be the friendliest to the directors? I don't know. In my opinion, they should be more friendly to the directors. But then again, the actors are the ones that are putting their faces out there and, you know, saying all the stuff and praising the studio. So, all right, Mr. Ethan Hawke, I still love you. It's interesting. What could he do? But, yeah, so, yeah, there's people right here that were really trying to uh, make it. Uh, oh, yeah, and he deleted his tweet. Thank God. You know, there's a certain person right here who has somewhat of a voice in the community that was trying to make it seem like Zack Snyder's post with that quote meant something about from Mussolini. I don't know. It was like dictator talking about like something, blah, blah, blah. You know, these fucking idiots, these idiots who who always have like, oh, good vibes in the in my profile. Stop Asian hate. Oh, Black Lives Matter. All this stuff. They always want to have like positive vibes and let's love everybody. But yet they hate so much when it comes to fandom ridiculous and thank you to mr alex lobo right here said it's a quote used by the u.s marines which also has its origins from a french general henry de la i can't even say that last name during the french revolution i mean this is the quote right here this is back in 2013 if i charge follow me if i retreat kill me if i die revenge me but thankfully and i commend uh mr uh, cm for deleting his stupid fucking tweet because he has a hate boner for Zack Snyder. Good on him because he realized, all right, not the approach I should take. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. So dumb how they try to go after Snyder for every little thing. Anything that he does, they try to go after him. It's ridiculous. And then, of course, uh, Zack, he went to uh, Twitter right now and posted that lovely, beautiful the canisters, the film canisters right there with his name written in red. That's what I love about this poster so much. And I like, again, I have it framed right over there because I, there's just no way that I could not have, you know, this poster right here. The fact that it's like you got the film reels right there, you got the canisters, and you got Snyder in red. Everything is in black and white, his name in red. It's a fucking statement, just like it was when it came to putting his name in front of Justice League. It's a fucking statement. You got to love it. It's like, go fuck yourselves, Warner Brothers. Hey, we got a new poster for Prey, which I'm very much looking forward to. I think this this whole thing, uh, this whole thing. What's going on, Mattia? What's up, darling? Thank you for being a 19-month uh, member. Why is, why is it always, uh, why is it always into hate on uh, Zack Snyder? Well, it's only certain people. 
It's always uh, the certain beta type people, you know, the ones that aren't very confident in themselves. And, you know, they are more they, they, they would rather see Joss Whedon come back and direct another DC film than have Zack Snyder. That just kind of shows you where their mindset is and how fucked up that is. It's weird. But anyways, I cannot wait for Prey. Looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be good. Hey, we got some more. Um, we got some more um, McFarland toys right here before he was a beacon of hope. He was a symbol of fear. Batman from Superman speeding bullets is coming. Look at that little combo, little combination right there. The McFarland toys are just uh, coming out. You got to love it. And then I love this. People posting top movies available on U.S. iTunes store. Look at that. Number five. Zack Snyder's Justice League right there. So, yeah, with uh, that's I, apparently that's what's happening right now in the iTunes store. I don't know if it's changed, but I mean, look at this. All these movies, the top four movies, they came out this year. Zack Snyder's Justice League came out over a year ago. Just kind of shows you right there. The popularity. Beep, pop, boop. That's right. And HBO Max. Look at this. HBO Max to add a massive collection of A24 films in August of 2022. Exclusive! That's right. I'm excited for this because A24 films are great, and I haven't seen all of them, so I'm looking forward to this. Ah, I did not even realize that Euphoria was actually uh, um, an A24 production. I mean, that's why eventually I got to watch that thing. But yeah, it's part of a large collection that includes beloved offbeat series such as Two Dope Queens and Pod Save America. But now, perfectly timed to A24's 10th anniversary, the streaming platform is set to add a massive collection of films to its roster. The impressive, li impressive list includes Oscar-winning films like Room, not The Room, but Room with Brie Larson. If you haven't seen Room, do yourself a favor. Great fucking movie. Ex Machina, you know, which I love. Uh, the Spectacular Now, Amy. There's just a lot of titles. There's some titles I have not seen from A24. Looking forward to seeing them now that HBO Max is going to carry that. That's great. That's great when it comes to things, things that are happening when it comes to that streaming service and WBD. Hey, that's a good catch right there. Having some A24 content, a library, working with them. Because let's face it, when it comes to A24, they make some good shit. They make some good shit. Is it for everybody? No. Is it for me? Absolutely. Of course, we'll talk about that. And uh, apparently, according to uh, Marvel Studios' upcoming uh, animated show, Spider-Man Freshman Year, we heard about this, reportedly will not include Tom Holland's MCU uh, uh, return to uh, voice Peter Parker. That's going to be interesting because we kind of wondered about that. If it was supposed to be freshman year of this version of Peter Parker, you would think that maybe Tom Holland would come back. I mean, he's when he does his American, I mean, he does it. I mean, he still looks like he's in high school, so and sounds like it too. So I'm actually surprised about that. But yeah, um, this is totally fitting right here. This is 100% fitting right here when it comes to Dave Zaslov. Three months into his uh, to this merger right here. I mean, come on. 100%, right? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people use that clip from uh, last season of The Boys to, like, talk about certain things. 
I decided I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that because, yes, that is very much what Dave Zaslav has been going through right now. It just seems like the motherfucker can't catch a break. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to do some good. He's trying to bring back what Warner Brothers once was trying to amplify things, try, try to make them the dominant studio. But it just seems like you can't catch a break because, I mean, 100%, guys, and I know I say 100% a lot, but, uh, you know, let's face it, when it comes to that article that came out, some people were asking me, was this Warner Brothers? Was this them? I'm like, no, it was well, maybe the old regime, but it wasn't Warner Brothers Discovery. It wasn't Zaslav. It wasn't uh, the new regime. Absolutely not. They did not want that article to come out, and they're just like, fuck, man. Fuck. There we go right here. We got another chart right here. Zack Snyder's Justice League right there. Number three. That's right. Number three. So we retweeted that. Hashtag Snyder Cut on digital right there. So more and more and more. And look at this. Steven. Steven. Mr. Stephen Colbert. He uh, posted a new article, which you guys should all check out. I've, uh, I haven't read through. I've read through like a couple of paragraphs, but I had to prepare for the show. Because he posted this uh, right when I was like doing all that. But uh, yeah, this article, not this one. It's this one right here. The Snyder versus uh, very real popularity is Warner Brothers' biggest DCEU problem. The Snyder Cut's digital release proves the popularity of Zack Snyder's DCEU despite claims uh, that demand was driven by social media bots. So if you want to see an, a different take from all the shit that's happening right now, go over to Screen Rant, read Mr. Colbert's article. And, uh, you know, it's good because, you know, it's Steven, you know, don't throw a knife at Steven. Not for that. No, we're not throwing a knife at Steven for that. So there is that. And then, of course, hey, we've got Mr. Clue right here talking about how he uh, just bought. Now, I already have it in Australia. Yeah, he's so and he's from Australia, but he still contributed well, to buying it again because I just love it that much. He loves it that much. He's got a big, eyes, huge poster of Man of Steel right there. So. so buy it today. Yeah. Because the Snyder Cut is fantastic. It is. Listen to him, Mr. Clue right there. Listen to Mr. Clue. That's what it's all about. But, yeah, it's been pretty interesting today, guys. Um, I mean, let's face it. When it comes to all this, uh, when that article came out, which, like I said, I, I mean, I caught wind of it, and I went, okay, well, it's going to come out tomorrow. This was yesterday. So if you guys watched the Film Junkie shot where I reacted to the article, yeah, I was pretty, uh, I got pretty amped up. I got pretty amped up, I did. And then, of course, you know, you got the, uh, there's, you know, certain people in the uh, the chat that always want to, want to, like, amp up even more. And it's, it's always very interesting when it comes to all this stuff, you know. Being part of this fandom has been, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy in and of itself. Somebody should have been filming this whole thing. There could have been like a series about this since 2017 to now. We could be in the fourth season of the Snyder fandom. It could be like a, a long running series that people would tune in for. That probably is more like more just like engaging and appealing than a fucking what's happening over there at Marvel because it's pretty crazy because you always got certain people that want to come in. I mean, I got I got lovely Mr. Andy Signar. He commented on uh, my little clip out uh, this morning, apparently, because he has nothing better to do. I'm sure he was on his sixth bref breakfast burrito that we shoving in his big fucking fat face. Um, and he commented on that and was talking all kinds of shit, trolling. And I'm like, really, dude, you have nothing better to do but to troll a smaller YouTube channel. OK, interesting. You know, I responded. 
But, you know, I thought about putting him on blast on Twitter, but I was like, nah, I'm going to be a little better than that, you know? Obviously, you know, when it comes to who's a beta, um, well, let's face it, <laughs> it's that guy right there. Um, and I just told him, hey, shouldn't you be, you know, continuing scamming your fans into helping you buy a new dungeon? I mean, no, no, I'm tired. I'm sorry. A studio, not a dungeon, a studio. Yeah, I mean, God knows what happens, but you got to love that guy because he just loves the attention. And you got to love his thumbnail that he posted for his stream when he was talking about the whole Snyder Cut bots thing. Uh, he had to put Amber Heard in there because recently he was covering the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial and it boosted his fucking views greatly. So now he has to try to use her as much as possible to keep that momentum up because he's a sleaze. He's a fucking sleaze, you know? He just is. That's just the way it is. He's one of those lovely human beings. That's just a sleaze ball. Um, sadly, when he got canceled once uh, for some doing gross things, it didn't stick. Maybe something else will stick. I know there's other people that have come 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 up front and talked about how much of a sleaze ball that guy is. But uh, you know what could he do? I mean, maybe something else will stick. But hey, whatever. He's got fans. I appreciate the hustle. If that's what he's doing and he's still doing that, that's fine. But it's like, why are you going to take time to just troll my shit? I mean, are you that much? I mean, the smallest dick energy ever. I mean, he probably hasn't seen his dick in a while. But anyways, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, man. I mean, come on. Let's uh, let's uh, let's just just work on yourself. Work on yourself. You know, maybe cut the carbs out, you know, something like that. I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got to say about that. Anyways. All right. So I just got to love it. But yeah, you're always going to have that kind of stuff that happens. Sadly. Um, hey, you got a new subscriber, Rusty. Hey, thank you for subscribing. But all right, guys. So we got this new uh, we're not going to. I mean, obviously, when it came to the Rolling Stones article, I went over it briefly. But of course, it was like high. It was mo some of it was high hidden under a paywall i didn't want to like go over all of it because let's not pay too much attention to it but let's face it, it it did blow up today and there was a lot of things in there that talked about things that were happening and uh of course we're going to talk about ray fisher's uh, response because i even said yesterday i was like oh wow i can't wait to see ray fisher's response and sure enough he responded so we'll talk about that of course but um the initial thing you know talking about the uh, the whole bots thing, which, you know, it's kind of funny because obviously this is not the first time we've talked about bots, right? We've heard the whole bot thing before when it came to the Oscars, the Oscars fan thing where, you know, when it came to the, the crowd cheering moment and whatever. And we all were like, all right, well, let's tweet out Army of the Dead. Tweet out that for fan favorite. And then the cheer moment was the flash moment. So let's tweet out that. And then, of course, people got pissed off when Spider-Man No Way Home didn't get the award for it, even though there wasn't really any kind of award. It wasn't like Zack Snyder got a statue or something. like He didn't get an Oscar. It wasn't a physical thing. But, hey, it was nice to be like, hey, look at that. So then, naturally, Scoopy Pants came about and started talking about bots. Now, it kind of makes you wonder... Um, did that get everything started? Hey, another new subscriber. Thank you. Uh, Timothy. Cool. Hey, look at that. People are subscribing. I like it. Anyway, so obviously when it came to that, it was like, okay, was this when the whole thing kind of, does this when the people over at Rolling Stones or everywhere else started catching wind of all this? Maybe they did, but I think specifically there are people that were in the old regime of Warner Brothers, your Toby Emmerichs, maybe your Ern Sarnoffs, maybe, uh, I don't know, I, I wouldn't actually put Hamada in this 
in this uh, category. I don't think since the fact that he's still got a job there, I don't think he was really a big part of it. Part of this, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's got to be Hamada. I'm like, I'm not sure it's actually Hamada. From what I gathered, not actually Hamada. Jeff Johns, sure. Toby Emmerich, sure. Maybe some Ansarnoff, sure. Maybe something like that. I don't know. The old regime, Berg, obviously, he was mentioned in the article. John Berg, a little bit of that. So I'm like, all right, so maybe when that whole thing, because that was what, back in May or something like that? April, May, whenever the fucking Oscars were. I don't even remember anymore. But whenever that was and whenever that article came out, and you know very well that the rap can be very much in the pockets of some of these studios, Scoopy Pants especially, of course, um, I kind of... It kind of makes you wonder if they're like, you know what, we could utilize this. I bet you there's some bot action that's going to be happening when it came to the whole campaigns and everything like that. When it came to release the Snyder Cut and everything like that. Jesus Christ. Well, thank you, Shane, for being a new subscriber. Look at that. Getting like an influx of, uh, of subscribership. But you know what's kind of funny about this, guys, is, I mean... When it came to all this, we already had it set in our brains. And I was telling you guys, even yesterday, we were all trying to be like, hey, positive vibes. Let's just uh, let's make some things trend. Let's do all this kind of stuff. And uh, when it came to this Rolling Stone article that was coming out, you know, that came out. Guess what? I mean, let's look at this right here. Snyder Cut on digital. Look at that little increase of engagement. What? That's right. Looks like, uh, you know, um, they kind of helped it. I mean, the engagement at this point right here, and it's certainly probably double by now, but it was over uh, 218. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, it would have been great if it was 214, right? 218 um, K. I mean, there was a lot of things that uh, that got brought out when it came to um, the analytics of this whole thing. We had a nice little increase when it came to the hashtag Snyder Cut on digital, because guess what? Not just all bots there. Not just all bots. And then speaking of bots, hey, what about these bots right here? You see these? Remember these? Look at all this. I mean, speaking of bots, this is back in 2015 when it came to Batman vs. Superman, and you had all these people with uh, actual profile pictures um, pretty much tweeting the same. They were tweeting the same fucking thing about Batman vs. Superman. And thank you, uh, Tim Yoko, for uh, Mr. Tim from uh, Squadcast for uh, tweeting this out. But I mean, hey, where's uh, I mean, if you want to talk about bots, that's bots right there. When you have multiple, 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 multiple accounts shitting on a movie. Let's face it. That happens, too. Isn't that interesting? And then you want to talk about bots, fake followers. Rolling Stone right here, 24.3%. Huh? Guess what? Yes, there are bots out there. That's just what happens. Thank you, Q. Cheer, fellow bots. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Fellow bots, guess what? Everybody, anybody who has a presence on Twitter is going to have bots as their followers. And Rolling Stone has more bots than what they claim in their article, which was 13%. Isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> they were talking about like 13% of the Snyder Cut community was bots. Okay, 87% is still pretty fucking good for real people. Okay, yeah. What is the issue here? Just kind of funny. All right, but then we got the Forbes article right here, which is great. Titled, 
Warner Brothers claims uh, Warner Brothers claims about a bot infested Snyder Cut movement don't really add up. Paul Tassi right here. He writes, Rolling Stone just published a massive article that goes into detail about a report that Warner Brothers commissioned to dig into the release of Snyder Cut movement, the online campaign that did eventually get Warner Brothers to release Zack Snyder's full version of Justice League. The conclusion of the piece draws that the movement was helped by a large number of bots. My first thought on reading that was, I mean, of course, as any mass hashtag-based campaign probably is going to be, but reading the actual piece, thank you, Mr. Kennedy. So the Rolling Stone things thinks that Snyder Cut fans are the only ones that have bots. They didn't do a Snyder Cut base on Twitter. This makes me mad. Yes, and it should. And uh, so continuing right here, it says right here, the hashtag base, yeah. But actually uh, reading the actual piece, the claims feel pretty overblown, and a lot of this feels like sour grapes on Warner Brothers' end from their dealings with Snyder and his fans. The main takeaway from the piece is that the two reports commissioned by Warner Brothers, WB, said that around 13% of the release the uh, Snyder Cut hashtag, of course, Movement's accounts were bots, while that's more than double the Twitter average of 5%. Though if you ask Elon Musk, it's more than that. I talked about that yesterday. Elon Musk is trying to fight this when he was talking about trying to buy Twitter. Who knows what's going to happen with that? That still does not sound like all that much in context here. If 87% of the Snyder folks were real, that's pretty significant. I don't think that warrants the takeaway that WB was duped into greenlighting the Snyder Cut with an inauthentically large fan base massively inflated by bots. That's really not what the data is showing here. That's what I kept trying to say here and talk, and talk about it with some people, the people that push back. What, the truth hurts? Yeah, the truth is 13% bots. Yes, there's always going to be bots. That's just the way it is. Beep, bop, boop. Guess what? Always going to be the case. You, you run your little audit on your, on your Twitter handle, you're going to find bots. There's going to be bots. But guess what? The majority, the massive majority, was apparently not bots. But you know what's kind of funny about this anyways? Like, and a lot of people were making fun of this too. It's like, oh yeah, so Warner Brothers was duped by, if, if, if you want to go by this whole headline and the story about this whole thing. So Warner Brothers was duped by bots, not real people, to spend $70 million to finish a movie that was significantly, significantly better than the shit sandwich that they released in 2017. Well, fuck me. That's great. <laughs> if you want to buy that story, that's fucking great. If, if it was a majority of bots, then hey, thank you to the bots. But guess what? It wasn't a majority of bots. You literally had the Russo brothers last week when they're promoting their own movie and somebody asked them when they do that whole Google thing talking about like Justice League. What did they say? What did Joe Russo say after he pissed people off about the whole fucking elitist movie theater thing? He said, hey, just watch the Snyder Cut. It's the definitive cut. You're talking about the two directors that have that directed the movie that has made the most in the box office commending and praising the Snyder Cut right there in their own interview. Jesus Christ. Yes. That's why I'm so glad that Forbes wrote this, because it was like, oh, yeah. 
this was, uh, you know, something about this wasn't right. This isn't to say the movement has some uh, paragon of pure fan love. The Snyder Cut folks can be absolutely brutal. Yes, which they can. Obviously, there is sometimes when it comes to dogpiling and whatever. That's why I was trying to tell you guys like, hey, don't no more dogpiling. Don't don't dogpile. Don't do this. Don't do that. Just all positive. Make it positive and whatever. Certainly to uh, WB execs, as mentioned in the piece. But I mean the uh, to essentially anyone that dares question the brilliance of Snyder's work or even hint in the direction. I've done battle with them a number of times for extremely innocuous takes. It's also very much seems like Snyder enjoyed the movement being built up and around him and did wield uh, it to apply pressure when it needed to. Yes, and he very much did. One quote in the piece uh, credits him saying that he would destroy Jeff Johns and John Berg on social media unless their names were taken off the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which was a weird one, too. I didn't really I was like, really? That said, it's hard to fault Snyder himself for being pretty bitter lest we forget that what actually, uh, hey, we got another one right here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ronak. WB is, was dumber than Thor, right? Snyder left the project deal and blah, blah, blah. We don't have to t- talk about the rest of it, but I just love that opening of it right there. Just love that opening right there when it comes to all that and when it comes to this entire thing. It's great. It's fantastic because, yeah, it's just like it's 13%. They were really going to go off 13%, and it's just it's just so stupid. It's just so stupid. And again, and he even said in the, in the Rolling Stone article that when they reached out to Warner Brothers Discovery, they, they were like, nope, we're not going to comment. That was uh, before we showed up. So, no, we're not going to comment. Sorry, not going to comment. Not going to happen. Sorry. Yes, that's why I tell people that, hey, when it comes to this, this is the old regime. Okay, they've been sitting on this for a bit. This is not Zaslav. This is not WBD right now. This is not whoever he's appointing right now with certain things. It's not them. It's other. It's the old fucking regime. I don't know what they were planning on gaining from this. All this did was make um, Snyder Cut digital release, uh, digital download. You know, just made the hashtag trend more. People were discussing this. A lot of positivity was out there, which was good. You know, as far as I could tell, it was good. And a lot of jokes when it comes to the bots. I like it when people joke. I don't like it when people like take it like they get like super offended. Like, yeah, you can get get mad. But at the same time, it's like, hey, fuck them. Fuck them. That's what I kept trying to tell you guys. You know, like, don't get offended by, oh, yeah, they think I'm a bot. That's too, you know, dehumanizing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't look at it like that. They just are trying to put this whole thing like, hell yeah, it was mainly bots, but it was only 13% if that's what this actual number was. 13%. Not a big deal. It's really like they were trying so hard, so hard, so hard to be like, oh, yeah, it was mainly bots, mainly bots. No, it's not the case. So many people. Kenny Chesney. Remember when he, re- I always said, he like tweeted out, restore the Snyderverse after he watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like, you don't, what the hell? There are so many people. Leslie Jones, when she did commentary on Zack Snyder's Justice League, there's people that have no idea about what it took and how long it took, the few years that it took to get the Snyder cut out. They had no idea. They just watched that version of the movie and enjoyed the shit out of it and said they wanted more. Crazy, right? 
A lot of people have said they wanted more. There's people that said, no, it didn't exist. Fuck this, you know, whatever. It's never going to happen. They turned around too and said, holy shit, I was wrong. Guess what? This was great. I want more. So it's just nothing. Nothing they could do. Nice. Nice, Rolling Stone. You, you, you done good. You done good. Not really. Not really. I'm kidding. So now we got Ray Fisher. Okay, I was wondering about Ray Fisher. I was like, okay, Ray Fisher responding. And um, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, the salt is real. Yeah, the salt is very real. Snyder Cut on digital. Hashtag. Keep making it trend, baby. Um, thank you for being a member for 15 months there, uh, Nicotina. But, uh, yes, now we have Ray Fisher, which I'm going to show what he tweeted out today. When it came to... Um, certain things so this is the first thing that he tweeted out <laughs> rolling stone and tatiana segel siegel siegel uh need to amend this article immediately neither myself nor anyone on my team ever declined to comment to rolling stone furthermore this type of rumor mill reporting is offensive dangerous and willfully evasive of fact so calling them out Calling them out. Joss Whedon on sand, blah, blah, blah. They talked about this. Meanwhile, Snyder controversy had begun spinning uh, new directions. Fisher, an actor who uh, Snyder had plucked from obscurity to play, you know, and I love it. They, they fucking misspelled Snyder right there. How is it that this is supposed to be? Ah, I mean, I guess it happens with everybody. Even Jeremy John said he wants it restored. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, uh, uh, Rokan. But yeah, so it's just funny, too. It's like, man, I mean, how is it that people spell Snyder wrong? I mean, I've done it myself, but uh, it's funny. And then even Charisma Carpenter, she uh, retweeted um, uh, Ray's tweet. Charisma Carpenter, obviously, when it came to the whole Buffy, Buffy thing and, uh, and Joss Whedon, she also retweeted it, which was like, all right, that's cool. So we did that. And then all of a sudden, um, this dude right here from, uh, from Rolling Stone, he said, here's uh, several emails sent to your reps so he posted this right here which was like all right so apparently they sent this to um, ray fisher's reps tatiana did hello checking in on this one last time since 5 p.m deadline passed this story is posting tonight if i don't get something back from you soon i will have to say fisher declined comment let me know thanks which he uh i mean i guess i guess that's the protocol like, if there's no response, it's decline comment, which, yeah, okay, sure. Decline comment, fine. But it's kind of funny, though, too, because then Fisher came back and said, well, wait a minute, nice try, uh, but you cropped out the part of those emails where uh, Mr. Uh, Siegel switched deadlines on me on my team trying to spin half-furnished emails into a gotcha. will get you nowhere, Noah. Rolling Stone, please rein in your employees. This is embarrassing and amateurish. It's a little amateurish. So, yeah, apparently it was like, okay, there was like 6 p.m. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, hello, checking on the last time. Now it's going to be 5 p.m. So apparently they changed it. I don't know. That's just the way it is right there. So Fisher just kind of going like, uh, yeah, you know, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. But at the same time, we have to, we have to do mention that, yes, Ray Fisher d decided not to comment. But uh, I think even, you know, he was like, all right, there's no way I'm going to comment on that. He didn't say anything. Sure. So 
naturally they're going to put something like, hey, they declined to comment. All right, that's fine. But I just love the fact that Fisher just goes hard at them, you know, even though it's like, okay, they even said, if you don't comment, we're going to say you declined comment. And they did. Okay, it's fine. But I mean, does that really change what was really that of the heart of the Rolling Stone article? Not so much. But at the same time, I just again, I love it when Ray Fisher goes buck wild on these people. That's the thing, you know. Uh, you know, he was gonna like, oh yeah, he, he saw that probably was like, you know, I'm not gonna deal with that bullshit. I mean, obviously Zach didn't probably didn't want to deal with that bullshit. That's just the way it is, you know. When you got all this stuff right here, it's like I'm gonna comment on your hit piece because that's what this is. It's a hit piece that they've been sitting on for a bit, probably since the whole bots thing that happened when it came to a, the Academy Awards. That's probably when they were like, oh yeah, there's been whispers out there in this journalism world i do my air quotes because yeah really you know when all this was starting to like come to be and start to be like the little whispers that came out there they were probably like oh okay we're gonna do this thing and they probably waited to the last minute i don't know they probably gave them like a day to respond i wouldn't be surprised if they did that kind of little tactic too and uh thank you mr clue right there we saw your video earlier thank you sir for becoming a new member appreciate it and um but yeah the sleaziness of this whole thing, you know, the fucking sleaziness of this thing. It's like, did you really think that anybody was going to respond? I wonder if they reached out to to uh, to any of the other people like any, you know, Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot. Did they reach out to any of them? Now, of course, they're going to reach out to Ray uh, because, you know, he's the one that's made the most noise when it came to the Justice League investigation, all that stuff. They're going to reach out to him. And then, of course, when he didn't respond, they're going to be like, yeah, well, guess what? Because they want to incorporate the whole Joss Whedon thing and blah, blah, blah. We saw the screenshot of that right there. It's all fucking sleazy. It's all very, very, very sleazy. It's like it's ridiculous, man. I tell you what they do. Journalism nowadays. Just spell Snyder right. That's all I ask for. Fuck. Stop it with this Cinder stuff. Although Jason Momoa, he, 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 he very much also released a Cinder cut at one point. But, you know, it does happen. Some reason the Y in the end just gets a little mixed up when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, hey, what's going on, Uche? How you doing, bud? Uh, bought the trilogy on iTunes today. There it is, guys. Helping out our boy. Helping out our boy. You got to love it. Love it. Keep on buying it. If you haven't bought it yet, do it. Buy it. If you already have it, who cares? Buy it again. If you can. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, if times are tough, because let's face it, the economy's kind of shit right now when it comes to America. Um, you know, do it. Do it. Do it if you have to. You know, do it if you can. Buy the trilogy also. I have the physical copy of the trilogy right there. Displayed. I have it displayed. But uh yeah, man. It's just crazy. It's just absolutely freaking crazy. But I'm just glad that Fisher is just gets out there and does it. But, you know, even if like, uh, you know, some people are like, well, wait a minute. I mean, what does that even matter? I mean, it was like, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I just like the fact that they I mean, because it just makes me wonder that they reach out to anybody else. But of course, they're going to reach out to the guy who's making the most noise when it came to the whole Joss Whedon thing and blah, blah, blah. It's just it's all fucking crazy, man. But I'm glad that that Fisher was like, you know what? Reel it in. Reel it in, Rolling Stone. Reel it in. OK. Borg life. That's right. All right. And then in the mix of all this, uh, in the mix of all this with the reporting and everything like that, which is kind of funny in and of itself. Thank you, Mr. Kennedy, for the five dollar super chat. Do you think that some people are just mad that they were wrong about the Snyder Cut being released? Yes. 
I mean, why the hate? Yeah, but like I said, there were some people that were like, hey, you know what? When it came to, you know, I was wrong. They actually admitted that they were wrong and they were they commended the fucking whole thing. They commended people and they commended the actual movie itself. So, I mean, yes, there's going to be still the hate out there and there's still people that are going to have that fucking hate boner out there and they'll still use anything and everything against Zach. But for the most part, small portion, small portion. And, and I'm doing this because small portion. You know, if you get what I you get what I'm trying to say there, right? Yeah. Hey Uche, what's going on? What up, bam? About the physical, the German version, and the English and the English digital. There you go. Thank you, Uche. Adding to it, man. Adding to our boy, man. Adding to our boy. So gotta love it. But you know, it, it it's just funny too because when they talk about the bots, and they bring up Fiona in the uh, in the article too. They talk about that. It's like you know she helped start the whole thing fiona an actual you know she's videos she's actually talked to zach i think it was on fandom or whatever the fuck she was one of them and it's just kind of like going do you really want to go down this route i mean you have this chinese woman who like was pretty much like the base of this whole thing and you're gonna start calling the whole thing mainly bots i mean in this society right now yeah just like that doesn't look good on you there rolling stone just saying I'm just saying you might want to relax on that a little bit there because guess what? People are going to, you know, anyways. So then when it came to all this, there was a report in there about two characters, about Superman and Martian Manhunter. That's right. Martian Manhunter was part of this, too, when it came to this. Um, And uh, when it came to this report right here. Um, it's pretty crazy because it says like in the report by Rolling Stone regarding the behind the scenes conflicts of Zack Snyder's Justice League on uh, one argument arose on the status of Martian Manhunter. Sources say that the character was not in the original script, which we know that it was supposed to be John Stewart Green Lantern. But guess what? Warner Brothers was like, nah, you can't do that. Jeff Johns was like, nah, you can't do that. Green Lantern's my thing, bud. Sorry, you can't do it. And he fought tooth and nail. And then he even was like shot the scene in his driveway, but then realized like, okay, if I put that in there, they're going to take the whole film away and that's not good for, you know, he wasn't thinking about himself. But it says right here too, it's like sources say that the character was not originally in the script and the studio was blindsided by the inclusion. Warner Brothers executive Walter Hamada, cocksucker, reportedly requested Martian Manhunter to be removed from the film as they had different plans for the character. What plans? What plans? Have we heard anything about Martian Manhunter? Okay. There was a Green Lantern show and a movie that got announced. Have we heard any update about that anytime lately? No, no, no. That fucking show is done, by the way. There's no way that show is coming out. Okay. They got a, it's been like over a year. There's no way that fucking show is coming out. But did anybody hear anything about Martian Manhunter? No. Nobody heard anything about Martian Manhunter. Um, and they had a different plan. So the character Snyder reportedly threatened to delete other footage of uh, if he uh, was not allowed to include the character. Something tells me that was a little bit of uh, some BS right there. I'm just saying. And uh, thank you, Uche, again for the uh, the $5 super chat. Zach actually told me that uh, that it was Green Lantern, not Martian Manhunter, that we were, they were mad about. Exactly. 
So they got the fundamental facts wrong. Martian Manhunter was never in the discussion. Exactly, exactly. But I wouldn't be surprised if behind the scenes that maybe they were like, fuck that, we don't want that. But in comes Jason Kylar. In comes Jason Kylar, guys. And I know some people turned on him, the fandom, some of the fandom turned on Jason Kylar. And, uh, you know, when it came to his whole day and date, releasing that happened you know he was trying to be like hey you know this is the solution right here with the whole pandemic some of us were like hey maybe that's a good idea and it uh, turned out maybe it wasn't the best of ideas but hey what can you do what green lantern plans where what martian lantern plans what a joke green lantern plans well they had green lantern cores that was going to be written by jeff johns and then that was going to incorporate the show that they announced too but when it came to martian manhunter there was no fucking plans it's bullshit uh, to me, it's bullshit. But apparently, when it came to Jason Kylar, he was totally behind like a lot of the decision making when it came to the Snyder Cut, when it came to releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League. Proved all that. So Jason Kylar, then CEO of Warner Media, ruled in Snyder's favor and allowed Martian Manhunter to be included in the film. Interesting. I don't know how true that all is, but, you know, then it also came to Jason Kylar approving a lot of things when it came to HBO Max and the $70 million that Zach needed to finish the movie and all this kind of stuff. I mean, we heard, uh, what was that, Mr. Greenblatt, Greenbrat, Green, Greenbrat, whatever the hell that guy's name was. He talked about it, too, like on a podcast when he was, like, there, too. But, but again, it's like, yeah, you know, maybe Jason Kylar wasn't the, 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 the right fit when it came to what was happening, but... We must thank Jason Kylar for being in Snyder's favor, okay? I mean, that's the thing. When people turn against him, it's very, very strange. But the, also in the article, and I'm pulling up Screen Rant's uh, uh, article about this that says, Henry Cavill, Superman replacement talks happened earlier than expected. A new report suggests that Henry Cavill, uh, Henry Cavill Superman replacement talks happened earlier than expected, reportedly after the release of Justice League. And uh, this is I'm going to scroll down right here. A recent report from Rolling Stone broke down the nature of the release of Snyder Cut movement and the timeline of the DCU's early development struggles. Source sources close to the studio revealed that talks to replace Henry Cavill Superman happened much earlier than previously reported with WB apparently eyeing the star's exit in 2017 after Justice League's release. The report indicates that the studio was also looking to replace Ben Affleck as Batman for the franchise following the team-up film, which we knew that. We knew that that was going to be happening. Matt Reeves has talked about the things and all the stuff and talking about his script and reading Ben's script. We knew that. We knew that. Even though that Ben was still playing ball and saying, like, I will be uh, a gorilla or an ape for, uh, for, for Matt Reeves. I will gladly be that and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, sadly, um, he didn't. And then, of course, Matt Reeves went a different direction, which, of course, I love. Reports of Cavill being uh, replaced as Superman from the DCO first surfaced in late 2018 as talks broke down between the actor and Warner Brothers over his future in the franchise, naming, uh, namely over scheduling conflicts on future projects and their lack of interest in producing another Superman film. That's a big thing right there. When it came to Cavill, and I've talked to you, I've told you guys before too, is like the fact that they kept lowballing and then he was highballing. They were clashing. 
and then things just didn't happen. He was, I mean, I think there was demands from Cavill because obviously he wanted to play the character. He still wants to play the character, but he was like, all right, we're going to do my movie. Let's do a movie like this. Let me recommend this. Let me do this. If I sign a contract, I want it to be a multi-deal thing. I don't know how high he was going. I don't know how low they were going. That's just logistics that I don't know. But I know that, yeah, there was the clashing right there, which, of course, then led to all this stuff. That's why you can't believe the fucking scoopers out there that keep on saying that he's in negotiations. He's going to show up in Shazam. He's going to show up in Black Adam. I had high hopes. I think he's going to show up in The Flash, but not in the way that we think. It's going to be more of, like, existing footage. That's probably going to be the case. Um, it would be awesome, though, if he was actually, you know, it was new scenes, but... I didn't say nude scenes. I said nude scenes, okay? You, you fucking freaks. Um, rumors have also swirled that he's secretly inking a deal to return as Superman and will make a cameo in the upcoming Flash. I mean, he's going to have a presence, but I don't think it's going to be anything new. That's the thing. So, yeah, that's what sucks. It's like, man, we keep talking about Cavill, and obviously we, uh, we want to see him return. We would love for Dwayne Johnson to be like, hey, come on, man. You want to you wanna, you wanna make an appearance in Black Adam? You know? But, but... Henry Cavill's not going to just put on the suit and just make a cameo. He wants a deal. He wants to be like, I want multiple movies. I want my own movie again. I want, let's do some more Superman movies. There hasn't been a, there hasn't been a standalone Superman in almost 10 years. Isn't that crazy? Hasn't been a standalone Superman in that long. And the last time that he filmed anything Superman was back in, what, 2016? It's crazy. It's crazy to think about because we still talk about the guy. We still display pictures of the guy we still go my god this guy embodies the goddamn character of superman you know and it just sucks that this this just seems like the fucking stars aren't lining when it comes to what's happening with the merger and black adam shazam you would think that'd be a perfect little thing right there but then of course there's some fans that don't want to see that i don't know it's all just pretty freaking crazy uh sasha kaya supergirl now there's nothing wrong with that Sasha Kaya is probably going to knock it out of the park. Can you imagine if it was her and Henry Cavill on screen? That'd be pretty sweet, you know? That's the thing. That'd be pretty sweet. No knock. I have, I'm not knocking any of what's happening in the, in the future movies at all. It'd be sweet to see Sasha Kaya and Henry Cavill together. Can you imagine them floating with their capes just, you know, in the wind, fluttering in the wind? Man. That's what I'm talking about. And then to wrap up the uh, to uh, the topics today, Netflix. <laughs> All right. So, you know, what's kind of funny when it comes to Netflix and obviously they've lost a lot of money. And this, you know, there's still some Zack Snyder-ness that happens uh, that I'm going to actually talk about when it comes to this, too, because it is kind of funny because I saw I mean, obviously, um, the, the news today was uh, THR, uh, THR released this article right here. <laughs> Netflix loses 970,000 subscribers, but forecasts a million gain in the next quarter. Forecast. Interesting. So obviously we know that their stock plummeted like 65%. It says right there. So hopefully you guys fucking pulled out of that if you had any fucking stock in Netflix. The subscriber losses were a major wake-up call for Netflix, which um, has been known for its big budgets and lavish spending. In the aftermath of the earnings reports, Netflix went on went into an overhaul mode. The streamer implemented several rounds of layoffs, 
with the most recent resulting in a loss of 300 staffers, 216 of which were located in the U.S., reevaluating the film strategy to focus on fewer but better projects. Rebel Moon moving away from the low-budget fare and the fast track its adoption of advertising-supported subscription tier by partnering with Microsoft, which will handle sales and tech for the streaming company, which will be very, very interesting when that is uh, coming to be. But what's interesting about it, too, is like I saw something that they even mentioned like, oh, yeah, Netflix is looking for their new big franchise because obviously Stranger Things is going to be winding down soon. Oh, they want their own version of Star Wars. Hello? It's being filmed right now. That's what's so funny. It was like, oh, yeah, they wanted their they wanted their version of Star Wars. You're getting it. You're getting it. And somebody brought up, you know, I saw something on my timeline, too. It's like with all this Zack Snyder's Justice League shit happening when it comes to the digital download and the Rolling Stone article and everything like that, you know, don't be afraid to uh, bump up his other movies. You know, I saw somebody say like, hey, somebody on set, you know, like this weekend, everybody should put on Army of the Dead. Bump up the numbers for Army of the Dead. Make a trend on in uh, Netflix's, you know, ecosphere or whatever you want to call it. Make it trend on Netflix. Tweet about it. Make Army of the Dead trend as well. You know, I keep on saying, like, can we, you know, as much as we can make these hashtags when it comes to the Snyderverse, the DC Snyderverse trend, we can also try to do that over here, too. Please take that energy. Also place it over here. Make some of that, you know, watch Army of the Dead this weekend. Try to get that shit to trend again on Netflix. You know, after watching Zack Snyder's Justice League again from your digital download, if you, you know, well, it depends on if you want to do it with your digital download. But yeah, you know, do that too. But anyways, so Netflix is, well, they have high hopes on what's to come. So, all right, not that. Well, speaking of Rebel Moon, there you go. Um... Let's go ahead and go to the Twitter questions and see what you guys have to say. What questions you guys have to say about this? All right. But all the madness that's happening. All right. All right. Look at this. We got Mr. Uh, Mr. Ted or Zed right here drawing something. Is that copyrighted music? But let's see what he's doing here. All right. I don't know if it's copyrighted music or not, so I'm playing it safe there, Zed. But it uh, looks like you're uh, you're updating my logo right here. Yeah. See, man, I always like I always like these little videos right here that uh, when I see artists, I know Mask of Shy does some things. Ah, you're adding the mustache. You're adding the mustache. I love it. I love it. Gotta love it. Adding the mustache. Adding a little bit of, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Updating the logo. I like it. There you go. Zed, Tet, I like it. I dig it. Add the mustache. I just don't know how long it's going to last. Not sure. Lane, certified bots, here we go. What? What's up, Dave? I'm sure you're going to cover everything tonight. What do you think WBD needs? Uh, do you think WBD needs stellar numbers today to move to make a move or just showing potential might do the job. Personally, I think it's nearly impossible to reach last year's number. Yes, it is, but it's a statement. We're showing we're, we're, we're giving them a statement. We're giving Rolling Stones a fucking middle finger. 
and anybody else a middle finger as well. And yes, you better believe that Zaslav is still watching those numbers. So then maybe, you know, if we can't fully restore everything, we could at least get that Superman guy back. That's what I'm thinking. Carrie, hey, Dave, no question. Just realizing that the last time I was at SDCC in 2019, I was part of Project Comic-Con. I arrive at SDCC tomorrow, and Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, has been released. All our hard work back then paid off in the long run. Thank you to, of course, Mr. Eric and the Nerd Queens. Eric Blake and the Nerd Queens. Yes, I remember that. There's some, uh, yeah. You know, there was some bumping of heads when it came to that, but overall, it did the trick. And here we are now. You actually can own it physically and digitally. It's pretty crazy. And then speaking of Eric and Blake, initializing QA uh, program commencing 54321. Activated. So, as you noted, Zaslav is probably not happy at the existence of this article. He is not. Can we therefore assume that he will give consequences to this? Perhaps it'll make him more open to some continuation. Yeah. I mean, that's what we can hope for is the fact that it could be some kind of salvaging, salvaging of a Snyderverse. Yes. Again, Zaslav and WBD, they didn't want to comment on this. That was not about them. They are most likely just not happy about that, that article. P.S. Rolling Stone hasn't been... This stupid since uh, they put that terrace on the, the front cover. They put a terrace on the front cover? I don't even remember that. Or maybe I do. I don't remember. I think I know which one you're talking about, actually. Yeah. Well, they also, I mean, that just tells you. Remember the fucking Ezra Miller article they put out there? Yeah. How credible is that thing? Ryan, celebrating my purchase of Zack Snyder's Justice League in digital format, but also glad to see Top Gun Maverick will be number nine all-time domestic by the end of the weekend. There you go. See? Movies, man. God, I love movies. As I as I quote Keanu Reeves. Q. Is this real life or just a simulation? I don't even know if I'm a person or just a Westworld host. Yes. I know, right? Doesn't that make you trip? Like when you, I, I, I just finished season two of Westworld, and man, sometimes I'm like, God, like it's that fucking Jonathan Nolan, man, making me think, making me think. What is up with these Nolans that make me think about, about life and stuff, man? If you haven't watched Westworld, do yourself a favor. It's on HBO Max. I'm catching up, and I'm uh, really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Ronak, hi Dave. I know you were a, a big Zach fan, but he's completely wrong. How dare he restore his original version of the movie and uh, give a better version of characters that WB fucking owns? How dare he give HBO Max original content and additional revenue through online purchases? P.S. Sarcasm, of course. How dare you? How dare you, Zack Snyder? How dare you? He fought for it. He fought tooth and nail to the end, which is sad. Rational DC fan, no question. Just feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with Warner Brothers. <laughs> uh, Burt's, this is going to be a good one. Hopefully it was. Uh, Charlie, can you find the difference? Uh, corporate needs you to find the difference between uh, this picture and... Uh, <laughs> so he's like a little bit of a Lex Luthor. I could see that. I could see that. They're the same picture. There you go. Another uh, bot right there from uh, Futurama. Port. What's the good chance of Zach suing Rolling Stone for a possible slander? I don't think he's going to be suing uh, Rolling Stone. No, I don't think there's like that. Maybe. You never know if they misquoted him. Yeah, for sure. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, that could be a possibility. That'd be sweet if he did. It'd also be sweet if he sued others, too. Anthony, DC Outlaw. All I have to say is, uh, you know, binary code. Ones and zeros, ones and zeros. Uh, Anton, Anton. Uh, Mr. Burnett, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett, is having a stream right now. Please listen. Well, I was kind of doing my own stream and preparing for my own stream, so I couldn't quite listen. But I like Rob, and uh, hopefully he said some good stuff. I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully he did. Alejandro, 13% were bots. It's $2 billion expected that were uh, B-bots in a movement. Okay, so 87% of people wanted the Snyder Cut. That's funny. The positives the movement has done is conveniently left out. Yes, they don't talk about the AFSP shit. Rolling Stone realizing... Their uh, saved story in uh, drafts <laughs> for a while isn't the W uh, they would hope to be. You're absolutely correct, and that's what's so funny about that. And that's what a lot of these little hit pieces talk about. They always want to go for the negative. And this one was just very strange. 13%. 13%. I mean, you could run an audit on various different fucking followers. Look at the audit against uh, Rolling Stone. 24.3% that were fake accounts. I mean, that's the problem when it comes to all this stuff. And that's what that's what Elon was trying to, you know, accomplish when it came to his whole like purchasing of Twitter, which I don't know what the fuck's going to happen with that now. But uh, it's just kind of crazy. It's like you're really going to use the argument of that. And then it's funny, too, when you see some of the people out there that are trying to be like, see, see, look at this. And I'm like, what do you have? What do you have to gain? We got the fucking movie. We have the W. Okay. We were able to purchase it today on digital in the States. I have it displayed right there. It's there. It's what, what is this going to gain? What is this going to accomplish? It's ridiculous. Trying to rile up the fandom. Well, yeah, you could probably accomplish that. And surely you did. I didn't see too much, you know, dogpiling and too much, whatever I saw, you know, I thought mainly people were like doing like, Hey, Making a comment about it, not too, going too crazy about it. And like I said, screenshot it. Don't actually give engagement to the tweet, to the whatever. But, you know, some people, are, of course, are just going to naturally do that. But they tried, guys. They tried. But us bots showed them. Showed them. That's right. Showed them that, uh, you know, we're good little bots. We're good little Snyder bots, right? We're good little Snyder bots, all 13% of us. So ridiculous, but what can you do, guys? And that'll be it. Thank you guys for uh, spending some time with me on this stream. This is, uh, yeah, Bot Life. Yeah, change it from Borg Life to Bot Life. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And uh, hit that notification bell. Become a member if you want to. We'll do a members-only stream tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be talking some Comic-Con and my plans on what I plan to do on Friday when it comes to Hall H presentation and everything like that talk about that uh tomorrow of course and then uh yeah like i said do all that stuff follow me on all the sock meds that are down below do all that as well uh twitter's where i'm mainly vocal and all that stuff love you guys it's been a lot of fun just kind of ranting raving i had to rest my voice now all right guys love you talk to you later